Hello and welcome back to Super Fantastic Terrific. My name's Russ Turley. I'm Dr. Mandible. Oh. I'm Andy Wenger. I'm Dave After Midnight. Oh, Ooh, man, so and we are... <laughs> so smooth. So Boy, Dave is like a... smooth. It's like a belt of that black velvet whiskey, you know? <laughs> I could use a, you could use a hit of something right now. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, uh, we're, we're back, and uh, we are going to talk about uh, a little bit of uh, Star Wars... The Mandalorian season two that's dropped here recently, and we've been uh, well, we've uh, been discussing it a little bit offline, I guess, but mostly just uh, reveling in uh, in Baby Yoda, in the Mandalorian, <laughs> in uh, in uh, some Timothy Oliphant, and uh, some uh, gigantic creature. So now, was Baby Yoda in season one of The Mandalorian, or is yes. it season oh, two? Geez. He was in I, season one. He was kind like the, the best kept secret of season one. The very first episode of The Mandalorian has Mandalorian on a, on a task to go get some 50-year-old uh, bounty. Okay. So he, he goes, and he goes on this adventure. He ends up like teaming up with an IG droid. Like Remember IG-88 from uh, Empire Strikes Back? I loved it. So it, it turned into, like, at the very end, it was almost like a... a um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, but yeah. with Mandalorian and a droid, like taking oh, out man. all these people. You're thinking like, there's no way they're going to survive this, and they somehow there's... they do. The, the droid keeps trying to like self destruct, and Mando keeps going, no, 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 no self destruct. I that. gotta see this. <laughs> Hold it together, and then they find the bounty and they open it up, and it's this this adorable, insane baby Yoda, and what? the IG droid wants to kill it because his his orders are to bring it back dead. And that's what the bounty was for? That baby yeah, Yoda? Baby Yoda to be Mando, dead, yeah. And then, like, off screen, you just hear, like, a, bolt, uh, a gunshot, and Mando, like, takes out the IG droid because his orders were to bring it back alive. Oh so we see at the God. very end of the first episode, and they, I don't know how the hell they kept this secret because this was in none of the marketing. Nobody knew. The reason there was no baby Yoda merchandise is because they were afraid that if they, like, produced stuff, that the secret would get out. Well, right. it, it worked too. It was like the best kept secret of last year. It was the year. best kept secret ever. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that the bounty at the end of this episode was a freaking baby Yoda species, and they call it. It's supposed to be called the child, but everybody immediately called it baby Yoda, and Disney could never gain back no, you, the child. No, no, no. no. Right, it was, was going right. to be baby Brad, Yoda Brad from, from one on, sec. On that. Yeah, in his and, and they and they use the baby Yoda just enough. There's just enough cuteness, but not enough to make it sick. Yeah, <laughs> he's not like Ewok cute, no. right? Where you want to puke all over your exactly. shoes. He's cuter than he's... Ewoks, but but it's like he's like a part of the story. It's not like it's, and, it's like... and use him sparingly. Now enough. is he puppet or CG only? Both. They use oh, they really? animatronic puppet and they use CGI for certain scenes. Well, yeah. and it, it, it comes off flawless. You can't even tell which is which. No, and if you watch some of those behind the scenes things, you can see them. They've got a a guy behind the scenes, and he's got you know he's he's got his hands in a you know on the machine, and he's making a move around, and they're yeah. kind of the umbilicals no are coming underneath the uh, the cloak, and you know but they just take, remove those digitally, and you, you don't even notice. It's amazing. Yeah, no it's way. Crazy. So it's a puppet. It's a really yes. high tech puppet, dude. That's yes. bad. For the most part, yeah, it is. Uh, but you know, so, like you said, Brad. I mean, they really. You know, decided we we want the secret more than we want like the, the millions billions of dollars that would have been spent yeah. that would have been spent well, and, on Baby Yoda merchandise. And they're, not, and they're not messing around with season two. Like they have a thing called Mando Mondays where they release toys like that are 
directly related to the episode of the week. Oh, really? And there is so, and there was so much. There's like you can get Baby Yoda doing any time of pose now. But last <laughs> oh, year, yeah. Last year it was like they were just like you know they didn't want the secret out there because it's a weird. If you think about it, it's a risk. It was a really big risk. Yeah. Right, they, they could have turned cause, everybody off. Because you could have looked at it and gone, "What the." F- F is that. <laughs> well, and it made this like like this uh, you know kind of do it yourself market like on Etsy. Like people yeah. were like figuring out how to like crochet and knit baby Yodas oh, wow. and making their own and selling them on Etsy. It was like within, within little... a couple of days of the show coming out. Absolutely, like... it was great. I remember when the show came out, they were like, "Okay, we're gonna have some baby Yoda stuff, but it's not gonna be available until May." <laughs> <laughs> and the, the Etsy market just went wild. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that now, was, that now, was a big now opportunity. because the bounty was fifty years old, does that mean this baby Yoda? is 50 years old 50 yes. years old and he's still an infant basically right if you think about it remember when yoda died in return of the jedi yoda was like almost 900 years old so apparently right, he's developed very slowly but I, but you know right. what but i think there's got to be an acceleration because if he's 50 years old and he's still like baby yoda yeah, I mean, well, he's now, you know, what was he? What at zero? But he's so he's I mean? so like a toddler though. He like everything goes in his mouth. Like one of the, one of the big things in season one was like he's trying to trying to like take off um, the Mandalorian's like you know uh, on his console. There's like this little like knob, and he's like trying to steal the knob off and eat it. And try to, oh, how cute is and that? And Mando's like man. taking it away. And the and the big thing in season one is um. So Mando goes and you know gets this bounty and he's supposed to take it back to these Imperial guys, right? And he and you're sitting there going, Oh my god, he's not gonna turn the baby in, is he? And he actually does. He turns the baby in for the reward. But he regrets it like immediately and he goes back like afterwards. He's like, What are you gonna do with it? And they won't tell him. And he's like, you know, I thought your profession wasn't supposed to ask such such questions. Right. And then he goes right. he goes to leave in his ship to like go on some other mission and he reaches down and the little knob is missing. Oh, and it, and it just like clicks in his head, like I gotta go rescue this. It's this the, that, the, that moment of clarity. Oh yeah, it's brilliant. And now, is this supposed to be the Yoda? No, no, no. Yeah, this is five years after Baby Yoda because they don't know what else to call it because the species has never been given a name. So right. automatically everyone's just all baby Yoda. <laughs> well, that, and that's one of those things. Like if you go like in the books and like they they go through all these. And I know, and me, I'm like, okay, if it's not in the movies, it's not canon. That's my thing, right? Yeah. But meanwhile, you're, you're, you know, you read all the books, and uh, yeah. so you, the, all these things, they name everything. My Adam, my son, he he can like name all these things, and he'll be like, oh, that's a species from this planet. I'm like, all, yeah. oh, thanks, nerd. Okay, but what? <laughs> but right. it wasn't in the movies. I'm sorry, it's not, I'm not going to know it. So, but why didn't? Why wasn't Yoda's species I ever know. given it's like a one name? Of those mysteries. It's like how they they never. Until um, the Han Solo movie, they never ta- told you why, how Han and Chewie got together in any of the books. Oh, it right, never, right. It was never touched on until it came out in the movie. Yoda, his species is like, a note. like you said, everything else is named. You can go to, the, you can, there's a, there's an entire book from back in the day, um, the cantina scene from Star Wars. Oh, right. Where every single one of those characters has a name and a story in this book called, uh, Tales from Moss Eisley Cantina, where they tell short stories of every single person in that cantina. <laughs> no way, but really? They, but Yoda what never got a hammerhead. Name. Yoda's species never got a name <laughs> or an origin or what planet they're from. They kept it a mystery. And so now, now this is like the big thing now is like, who the hell are these Yoda things? Are, are they all force sensitive? You know, are they all right, Jedi? Right, right. Remember that, that character Zeton and he was a snaggletooth? Yeah. 
He's got a story. He was great. Is that the guy that got his uh, the, the guy that got his uh, his arm cut off? Is that the guy? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah Doctor Amazon. Yeah, right. Doctor oh. and the Doctor. What's his name? Panda. What? Panda Baba. Yeah. <laughs> who, had, who had a cameo in uh, what was that movie? Uh, oh, uh, Rogue One. Uh, Rogue One. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, that was cool. <laughs> But anyway, so 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 season two just kicked off. We're two episodes in, and I don't know. So Andy obviously hasn't seen it because he's you know. No, but stuff. go ahead, man. I don't buy into spoilers, dude. I'll still enjoy watching it. I'm gonna make a bold statement right now. Oh my gosh! About Star Wars in general. Okay. Quite honestly, I don't care if they ever make a theatrical Star Wars movie again. Oh jeez! Really. Come on, if, man. If they, if they give me, like, multiple series, like, you know, eight-episode series on Disney Plus that have this quality of, like, special effects. And story. Like, and storytelling. And writing. Because, yeah, because in a, in, in a TV show, you have much more time to develop characters than you do in a movie. It you is. Know? Yeah, and so, if you've been binge-watching a big series, it's weird yeah. to watch an hour-and-a-half movie and think yeah. you're supposed to get... Yeah, It, it just agree. moves too fast. We're like, where's all the, like, yeah. you know, here, backstory here you know, the, on these characters? The sequel exactly, Star Wars movies, and I, I liked most of them. I wasn't a big fan of The Last Jedi. That was my least favorite of the Star Wars movies. But, like, you know, you get this story, and you wait six years to see, like, three movies or whatever. But I Cast, can get... Cast it, members die. I can get eight episodes of The Mandalorian in one season, and then in less than a year, I'm watching eight more episodes of it. Like, and and the monsters in the first two episodes of this season, where the special effects were so good that they like kicked the ass of any like cheesy bad sci-fi movie that you might watch, you yes. know, with same similar subject matter. It's like this is like movie quality creatures. No, so 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 the uh, the first episode, the uh, the uh, the dragon like creature. Oh, that's the tre- tre- Tremors like worm. They like takes out in these. Uh, was it the banthas? Is that yeah, what they are? yeah. It's like they're like, oh, you know, yeah, they're like the, the, like, the pack it's animals. Like tre- right? It's like Tremors meets Dune. Right, 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 right. Tremors meets Dune meets Jaws. <laughs> yes. There's so many. There's so many Jaws references in that first episode. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it looks like a giant sand shark. Yes. Yeah, but and, and it, but it's just oh. uh, it was such so good. Yeah, but you're right. Like the the effects on that. Okay, and I and I was giving it a little bit of, like I was thinking like these are like the cheapest sets. Like they're in the middle of the yeah. the, the desert. And then my son yeah. tells me, well, actually most of it's shot on the studio. I'm yes. like, yeah, and then, yeah, and then it's all crazy, man. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? They're like, and, and he then he shows me the YouTube video. I'll, I'll, I'll link to it in our show notes. But it, it's. Created yeah, like with a with like an Unreal Engine, like basically a com- like a, a computer game. Yeah, uh, Unreal Engine, Engine is on all the Grand Theft Auto games. Yes, it's Unreal Engine. Well, so basically, the- John Favreau kind of paved the way with this when he did the Jungle Book movie and then The Lion King, where he's basically creating a fake environment now, like digitally, while he's filming it. So, so in the old days, you would you would film stuff and then you would put in the special effects later, right? Right. You might film against a blue screen. That's how they did like the um, Star Wars prequels. You'd film like, it'd be like Obi Wan and Anakin standing next to a giant blue screen when you saw the behind the scenes stuff. Sure. They so right. And it was and it was so convincing as my roll my this eyes. Thing, they've actually already like done it like a video game where they've created the environment already, and like so when they're going through like light speed on the TV show now, they're actually seeing like they're going through light speed when they're looking at their like viewport because they oh, have it big. Think of like think of like the you know the dome near um, 
the Queen Mary, that big dome where the Spruce Goose used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah right. sure. It felt like this dome or whatever where they can digitally project, like, all the images that you're seeing. Yes. So you think they're in the desert. They're in a freaking, like, soundstage. Right. Wow. I know. And, and it, it freaked and me out watching that video. soundstage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When watching it, it was unreal because I, I was looking at it and I'm like, you know, and they started showing it and then they just started turning on the machines. And yeah. all of a sudden they're in the desert. Uh, yeah, I, that's it's, crazy. And it really is. They're creating a whole new way of, of, of uh, making movies. Yeah. With, so, with this and so I know the first season was like super expensive, and I'm sure the second season is too. But I, a lot of that was building this whole environment and building this technology. Now they could probably turn out whatever the hell they want, yeah. and they can license technology. it to whoever. Who, they yeah, can license <laughs> it as well. It's so. like ILM. They're going to be turning out money just like renting this like uh, volume to people. Right. Right, and so you know, I want to mention one of the other things I really enjoy about Mandalorian is the, the number of like these cameo appearances. Yes, like first first season, first episode, Werner Herzog. Yeah, right. I'm like, <laughs> where, where the hell did he they get him? <laughs> oh, and he was so good as the client. Yes, I know a Mandalorian has has it made me difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his movies in such an interesting are great. way. So we had, and then we had uh, uh, Bill Burr in season one, also. Yeah. Yes. And uh, who else? The uh, Juan Carlo Esposito, who's like one of the main villains G- from the uh, Breaking Bad, uh, like yes. uh, oh, right, right, right. Saul series. Yes. And then there's the uh, the woman from uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Well, Game of Thrones, and the other one from uh, the uh, Marvel uh, TV show. Oh yeah, Phoenix uh, and. Uh, uh, What's her name? Ming Now Win. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 that's the one. Yes, yes. And Carl Carl Weathers. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, he's so great, man. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's get into season two here because, like, the fun, the great other thing I like about the show is the trailers really didn't give away much. Like, I literally the first two episodes, I had no idea what to expect. Like, I and I and I listened to all the rumor things, and I know, like, I listened. I'm you know, I'm the Star Wars nerd here, so like, I know like all the stuff that's rumored to be happening. And still, like, I had no idea that we were going to go back to Tatooine and see a live-action crate dragon. The original Star Wars movie, the, there's a scene when, when um, C-3PO and R2-D2 first land on Tatooine after they got to the escape pod. They're walking through the desert, and you see this giant skeleton. Oh, like, yeah. Like a whale. Like, it captures your imagination. Like, what the hell is this? Like, this is like a really weird thing, you know? Star Wars is like, what the hell is this stuff that's going on? They're in a desert. What's this skeleton? We finally got to see that skeleton, what that was in real life. No it way. Was magnificent. Was it like a whale? It's like Some it was of... like a giant, like like you said, like a tremors. Uh, oh, do, do, yeah. Oh, tremors cool. Dune meets Jaws. Oh, that's so, awesome. So it was just like crazy. So like you go through the first episode, and then basically the Mandalorian has been tasked to bring Baby Yoda back to his people, whether that's his Yoda species or whether that's the Jedi. Um, you don't really know, but he's gonna. He's looking for other Mandalorians to find a way to find who he has to deliver Baby Yoda to. That's like the whole, what the whole season is uh, gonna be about. I mean, yeah. if, if I'm honest, that's kind of a thin like premise yeah. for the show. I mean, it's like, what, it what, what are we gonna have him do so we can do all this other cool stuff and have his other cool yeah. adventures? But well, it's well, like, we'll, let me let him find other Mandalorians. Like, okay, right. that's that's, that's a little. Awesome. The whole uh, appeal know. about the show is it's a, basically a spaghetti western in space. Yeah. Yeah, but right. but you know even the first episodes he thinks he's found one, yeah, a Mandalorian, right. and we get to see Timothy Oliphant, 
you know, Deadwood. From Dead from Deadwood and Justified, Justified. Uh, and he's uh, he's the sheriff of this. Apparently, uh, apparently, Timmy Ol- Timothy Oliphant is only allowed to play marshals and sheriffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've right? seen him as that. I don't mind times. because he's really good. Because me and Eric freaking love Deadwood. We love that oh, show. Yeah, yeah, Deadwood's good, man. And he's great. So so anyway, so he shows up back up on Tatooine and he goes to this small town where there's supposed to be a Mandalorian, right? And like he walks into town. It's like you said. Straight out of a spaghetti western. It's like he's riding in on a on a, a speeder bike. It's like he's riding in on a horse. Oh, right. Into this small town. Everyone's like staring out at the stranger coming into the town. And he goes into this bar. And here's another good connection. The bartender, the wee bartender, which is like the alien guy, was also from Deadwood. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. after, another actor from Deadwood that was like so it's like a Deadwood connection there. Yeah, you ever oh, think Favreau's just screwing with them, everybody? Oh, doing yeah. all this? He, he's just putting Easter eggs everywhere. So people, like, yeah. if some people gives them the nerds something so if to you find. Watch Deadwood, there was a character called Dan. I think he worked for a Swearinger or whatever. He was like a, he was like one of his like left hand, you know, underlings or whatever. And that was who that the bartender was. So he walks in the bartender and he's asking about this like Mandalorian. And then, so the guy walks in and he's wearing Boba Fett armor. You're like, oh, oh my God, it's Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. He's alive still. Yeah. But it's not Boba Fett. So like the guy walks in and he's like this badass marshal and he's just like, oh, okay, you know, I know you're a Mandalorian and you're probably upset with me wearing this armor because I'm not a Mandalorian. He takes his helmet off and you can see, it's like you're looking at the Mandalorian who doesn't take his helmet off and you can like see the expression on his face. Like, like, like w- WTF. He's take his helmet off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. And they're like, gonna, it looks like they're going to have like some Wild West like shootout. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the whole ground starts rumbling, and this freaking <laughs> great yeah. dragon. Yeah, they're like, let's put put this on hold for a second. <laughs> yeah, let's put this on hold for a second. As this giant sandworm <laughs> sand shark comes through the town and like eats a bantha, <laughs> it was like brilliant. Out of the corral or something like that. Yeah, it's just yeah. like yeah. It just, you see like the the ground rippling through the middle of the town, oh, and this giant fun, bantha yes. just gets like swallowed. So the whole rest of the episode is them like them having to go out and, and so Mandalorian makes a deal with him because he's like, oh, I'm gonna take this armor off you if you don't give it to me. But he makes a deal with him like, if you help me kill this dragon, I'll give you the armor. So it's like a task. It's like it's, it's almost like a video game. Like if you think of this TV show as right. like a video game. Oh yeah, you say that. Yeah. There's like, okay. There's like these tasks that he has to do. And it's and another thing is I noticed because you know the Star Wars is very well into like mythology and joseph campbell and like you know the hero's journey and all that stuff the man totally. journey is really to me like almost like hercules now he gets he gets these tasks that he has to do like go kill this monster and go beat this beast you know he beats the mudhorn for the egg in the in season one oh, and right now yeah. he's, off to, he's literally like a, a knight in shining armor going to slay a dragon in this episode that's how deep it goes it so sounds like, like there's there's a lot of like Monster Hunter and like yeah. Witcher's Witcher's a lot like that too, where he just has to go get these creatures that are just freaking yeah. horror nightmares. Face anything like this crate dragon? Let me tell you, I doubt it, well, man. And, and then in the episode, he gets swallowed. Yes, I know. And then um, there's some biblical stuff there. There's some biblical stuff going yeah. on there. Um, but then, and then all of a sudden, he, I, I didn't understand how he got out of that, what that was about. But that was also some badass scenes, too, because you got the you got the fake guy in Boba Fett armor, the marshal in Boba Fett armor, and Mando in his armor, and they both used their jetpacks. 
like yes. fly right. up and battle with this thing. And that was just like, I can't believe I'm seeing this in a TV show. <laughs> right. Like this is like some Iron Man, some serious Iron Man shit, which of course goes back to John Favreau because he was the one that directed the original Iron Man. Right. That's like coming full circle. Yes. So that it's it was tough. just crazy. Like that first episode was crazy, and I'm just like, oh, I have no idea what to expect now from the show because I know where it's like supposedly supposed to go and what characters are supposed to show up. But now, do, I didn't expect we... them to be fighting this like humongous, crazy dragon. And now, episode. do you, Brad? Do you want to discuss the 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 twist at the end of the first episode? Sure. So at the very end of the episode, uh, Russell, do you know the twist at the end of the first episode? Do you recognize that guy, or do you know what's going on there? Um, uh, honestly, I don't remember. Honestly, I don't remember. But go ahead. I'm I'm okay. I've seen it. So at I just, the very end, so so, so they beat this dragon, and the and the marshal hands him the armor because right. you know, he's a man of honor. And then Boba Fett's, I mean, uh, Mandalorian's going to you know take the armor with him, and he's he's leaving, you know, to go riding off into the oh, sunset. Right now, now I remember. Boba Fett, Boba Fett, shows Fett up. actually shows uh, up. The, so, well, so we, we don't know if it's Boba Fett though. It, it could is be. Boba Fett. How do you so know it's Boba Fett? That's that's you, because you it's Tamara Morrison at the credits. Tamara Morrison, you played Jenga Fett in the original in the prequel series. Right, 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 right. But, and, but and he Boba was like the, the clone of him. He was the, but and all those clones. It could be a clone. Yeah, it, it could, could be, have been one of the like clone, millions. Right, ninety-nine percent Boba Fett. Boba Fett was supposed to be eaten by by the pit of the Sarlacc, right? So how did he get out? Obviously, Boba Fett got escaped somehow because his armor ended up on this guy, this Cobb Vanth guy, the Timothy Olyphant character, Uh, is wearing Boba Fett's armor. And and so at the very end, you see you see him taken off, and you see the twin sons and the silhouette of the twin sons. You see Tamira Morrison, who played Jenga Fett in the original like uh, prequel series, like he's like just hanging out there, like. In, in almost like Tuscan Raider outfit. He had like a, a gaffy stick and like some kind of like samurai sword looking thing on his back. He's got kind of a and, Mad Max thing going on there. Yeah. So it's a, he's like, there's, there's obviously there's a big old story about how Boba Fett escaped and what's he doing now. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's coming. It's coming. That, yeah. Oh, it's great. So that was like the big reveal. Like, the it wasn't as big of a deal like the Baby Yoda thing season one because this rumor kind of got out where the Baby Yoda thing didn't get out. Like of the you know Boba Fett was going to be in this season, so and we got a tease of that in that one episode on Tatooine in season one where we had the um, Phoenix Chan was killed and there was like some jangling uh, boots coming up at the end of the episode. That was the same sound as Boba Fett had when he was in uh, Empire Strikes Back, like mm-hmm. when he was walking, it would have like this Spurs sound. So oh, okay, yeah, okay. I I thought, now that. I have to I have to know. Did you notice that or did you read that? Oh, I noticed that the first time. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. You think you know somebody, like, was, and all of a sudden they're, super, they're a super Star Wars nerd. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so, so, that, so that's the first episode that kicks off this season. It's just like, and I'm just watching this episode going, that monster at the end of that episode is better than 15, 20 of the bad shark movies I've seen or any of these oh, sci-fi yeah. things you think. Gosh. It's like that monster was like movie quality monster. Well, and I'm sure it was a lot more expensive than the Ian Zyrene oh, sure. uh, shark. But, oh, yeah. Know, <laughs> a pretty terrible special effects. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, it, Mega shark versus Mecha shark. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sci-fi channel original. Um, but then, so, so then we get into the second episode. So everyone's thinking, okay, the second episode, well, it's probably going to be something about Boba Fett. They're so on Tatooine. No, we go off on some crazy tangent where Mandalorian ends up escorting some frog lady 
<laughs> okay, that was like like a, a, a Land of the Lost kind of uh, a costume on this thing too, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, Full-on sleestack. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of liking it because one of the things I didn't like about the most recent Star Wars movies was that the creatures didn't look like the original Star Wars creature. They got away with these, like these, they're trying to do these funky new designs and you didn't see any of the creatures from the original s- stories. And this show has constantly brought back creatures from like the original stories. He's in the cantina bar before he leaves uh, uh, Tatooine, and there's like this freaking ant creature, Doctor Mandible. Oh yeah, Doctor Mandible, name. right? <laughs> and, and, and and that wasn't directly from the original Star Wars, but there was like a giant praying mantis in the original Star Wars that was very similar. Oh yeah, that's right. In the cantina, in the original cut before they did like the digital, you know, redos or whatever, there was like a freaking. You know, looking like a giant man, brand mantis. Big, and big. So this round, was like a throwback like to that. It was like Dr. Mandible. It's like this. She's playing poker or Sabek with an ant. Right, right. So let's go back. So um, uh, Mandalorian goes to uh, supposedly to, uh, to get his uh, ship repaired here at this. Uh, and in the first episode, the first season, he is like yeah. way like not into droids. He's like, oh, get yeah. the hell away from my stuff. Keep him away from my ship. Yeah. Here in the uh, episode two, season, season two, he's uh, he's like, yeah, let, let him go ahead and fix my ship. What's going on well, there? Is it a kinder, gentler because, Mandalorian or what? Because in season Whoa. one, you know, he didn't trust droids at all because like his family was originally killed by like battle droids from like the Clone Wars era, as we learned in season one. And so like he hates droids, like all droids. He can't stand them. But he ends up learning to trust droids after. Um, the IG-11 character, after being reprogrammed, um, helps save them at the end of that at the very Oh, very that, po- that poor Dogman character. He yeah. was so good. Yeah. yeah. So now he's like, you know... Does he have a name, too? Growing. The Dogman character, does he have a name? Dogman? The Dogman The Ugnat. The Ugnat. Like the ones from Ugnut. the Paris Strikes Back. Little midget things. Nick Nolte's Dogman character. This is where I'm coming. This is where I'm coming. Perfect to give him Nick Nolte's voice. I have voice. spoken. <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> yeah, so, I was sad when he got like uh, killed off. Oh, that was yeah. really sad. I didn't like that part. That was, but, it was, it was I think it was perfect. You have this little character with a Nick Nolte's voice. Yeah. Like, so anyway, so, so into episode two here, we, we end up with like, so he has to escort this frog lady who's carrying like um, her eggs that need to be like, uh, you know, she needs to transport to her husband. So to save her species, it's like she's like one of the last of her species. Right. So they're, they're uh, Mandalorian has to go on a mission to like return her to get information that he needs to like find more Mandalorians, you know, track down where he's going to take baby Yoda. He's like reluctant about this, but he's taking this frog lady and he um, has to go sublight because apparently hyperspace is going to. Like kill her just, offspring just, or whatever. Destroy the eggs. You know, oh wow! Story, convenient story uh, element there. Right. But he ends up with these two flanking X-wing um, uh, pilots that, that he bumps into, and they're asking him for like his transponder code. And he's like, "Oh, my ship's too old. I don't have one." He's making all these like lame-ass excuses. And there's this great moment. Uh, one of the X-wing pilots was also in the first season. It's Dave Filoni, the uh, director. He's one, of one of the Rebels directors. Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah, one of the directors. One of the X-wing pilots. Oh, okay. And you hear the two X-wing pilots talking. They're like, "Oh, uh, go to Channel 2. And so they have a private conversation. And then you see the X-wing, um, the S oils pop up in position. like pop open. Like, oh shit, we're gonna take this dude out. And he takes off. And they're like, they're like, oh, you know, we need to take you in because you didn't, you know, we got some stuff on you or whatever. 
And he's like trying to avoid them. And he jacks the ship up and lands on this ice planet. And we end up with like a freaking other Monster of the Week episode with like the most badass ice spiders you've ever seen. Like better than arachnophobia. Oh, or any, yeah. Like yeah. Any, any, any giant spider movie you've ever seen. These things were like. Oh, uh, uh, eight-legged freaks. Yes. Yeah, Starring uh, our cat. This, yeah. this is the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the other with the with the um, the mouth with the teeth on the bottom, like the extent. Yeah. So I know oh, some, oh, some so Star Wars horrible. fans were disappointed. Not, not just they teeth, get, but like rows of teeth. Yeah. Some Star Wars fans were disappointed because they want to get right back into like the teeth of what they want this series to be about, which is like you know all the rumors of the people that are supposed to show up this season. But it was just like it's unexpected. I like the fact that it's so unexpected. You don't know what's going to happen next week. It's like, what am I going to get? Yeah, we got. And these ice spiders were like from a draw from drawings from like the original concept art for Empire Strikes Back. They weren't used. <laughs> oh, and these giant spiders, very cool. and they were used in. They were the same spiders in Rebels. Yes, exactly. So it's like crazy that like they're bringing. They just oh, bring the Rebels cartoon. Yes. yes. So it was like sim- the same spider species that was in like in one episode of Rebels. Okay. They have some planet and they have to deal with some spiders. Anyway, just like all these cool references to all this other Star Wars shit. And like, you get this crazy, you know, he's running away, like shooting spiders. There's like this hundred foot spider, like trying to crash down on his ship as he's taking off. It's like crazy. Oh, man. I love it. And then we have cute little baby Yoda. Cute little baby Yoda who does not care and and is going to eat the last of her eggs. Any chance he gets, he's opening up this this container, grabbing those eggs and just popping them in. (laughs) So that, <laughs> with, the, uh, with the greatest uh, little sound, just like uh, <laughs> so he, cute. He really eats look, eggs. Oh, look! He's like, oh, these so aren't cute. little eggs; they're about the size of a uh, tennis ball. But like, that's oh, like the last of this species, you know and he doesn't. Your baby doesn't give shit. So, 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 so as I said in my my like, thing that Andy was talking about, I did like I'm, on my mouse minute. I'm doing like a Star Wars character of the week thing and a Disney animated characters of the week because I can't go to the parks anymore, so I have no content. <laughs> So I talked about Baby Yoda as like you know the most memeable character in the history of mankind. So so let but, so let's. But he's gross, man. He he like eats frogs and he eats like eat a spider. Cracks open. Oh egg yeah, he ate did. He, he cracked open the okay. spider egg and ate his okay. his baby spider. He, uh, <laughs> he walks out of that that field of eggs and I'm thinking, oh crap, we've got an alien moment here. Oh yeah, it's totally straight out of <laughs> aliens, man. There's just like this field of like these giant like. Pods. Okay, you know when your kids are toddler and you tell them no, and then like they they kind of want to do it again anyway. Do it anyway. Yeah. Or they yeah. always put everything in their mouth. So baby Yoda's just like eating this lady's like her, the last eggs of her species. He's just like, oh that looks good. Let me grab some of them frog <laughs> frog eggs. Oh <laughs> man. And now Brad. <laughs> Brad, you put up a meme on Facebook that showed Baby Yoda eating an egg, and you said, "When my mom tells me the deviled eggs are for the company." Yes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> your mom puts out all the deviled eggs, and like nobody yeah. else has showed up yet, and you've already eaten like four of them. Totally. <laughs> are you so having Those are for the guests. <laughs> totally. So, so Baby Yoda's eating these eggs, and then like, and then like, Mandalorian keeps going like, "No." <laughs> so baby Yoda wanders over and cracks open the spider egg and eats like a like a like a spider oh. movie, and that's what makes the spiders come out because they like must have like a hive mind or something. They no all start way! And these giant spiders start coming at them, and it's just like nuts, man. 
Yep. Oh, poor baby Yoda. So, and you think they're like dead, like to rights. They're like, he goes to try to take off, and you're like, okay, they're going to escape finally. Because he, he's like flamethrowered some, some of these spiders. He's blastered some of these spiders. One of the baby spiders like starts crawling up on baby Yoda's head, and you're like, oh, no, get off baby Yoda, man. Oh, no way. And the frog lady, like, she's like a sharpshooter, man. She just like takes out the thing on his head. Right. And he's about to take off, and this giant spider like jumps on the ship and just like crashes it back down to the ground. And you're like, oh, whoa! Man, this, I this guess the series is, a, is, is over. Yes. <laughs> of course, they're they're crawling all over the place. Your skin is crawling just at the thought. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh wow! But that's man. and that's but, the point where you forgot. There's two more characters in this show. Yes. This particular show, <laughs> and that's when they show up: X-wing pilot one and two. And blast that spider to hell. Yeah. And then they have, no this, they have this cool exchange with uh, Mando where, like, you know, yeah, you know, we know you did this one uh, job you weren't supposed to do, you know, trying to re- free this prisoner, but you did some good stuff, too, and it's kind of a gray area, so we're going to let you go. You, caught, you, you, get, you, you caught three different <laughs> wanted yeah. people. Yeah. So oh, it was pretty cool. funny because it's kind of showing, like, these kind of um, creating a rapport with the, uh, the New Republic. You know, while this is going along too, but I mean, there's, there's just so much stuff. Like that's just we're just two episodes in. We got six more to go. They're talking. They're, of course, they're talking like spinoffs for this character, that character. We already know we have an Obi Wan series coming up, a Cassian Andor series from Rogue One, like a prequel series with Cassian mm. Andor as like a rebel spy. Like I man. said, I don't need I don't need movies anymore, man. I don't. Well, I don't, so, how, long, so, so wait, how long are the episodes? This one was a longer one. Like season one, one of the big complaints about season one was the episodes were kind of short. They're like forty-five minutes. minutes. Yeah, like uh, like some of the episodes were only like thirty minutes, like uh, thirty-seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. The wow. final episode, the final episode was like a forty, like a fifty-minute episode. This one was like a fifty-minute episode. Yeah. Oh boy, those are short, man. Yeah, those, those well, go quick if you're binge watching, man. Yeah, but they're like they're packed with like. You know, oh, like, it sounds like, like it. You watch this stuff back to back, it's like watching like a really good Star Wars movie. So yes. so one thing you're not going to see this season is the uh, Mandalorian's face. Yeah. Yeah. With the uh the dispute. Yes. Of, of and the, why uh, not? Because they don't take their helmets off for whatever Never. reason. For anyone. Yeah, but, oh, really? but more importantly though that the actor that plays uh the Mandalorian he want he want he, he wanted some more FaceTime. He wanted to take that helmet uh, off more often. They're like, oh no way! No, the well, Mandalorian the doesn't take off his helmet. The rumor is he was barely even on the set in season one. They have like a guy that does like the um, combat. It's, 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 like it's, stunt it's his stunt double. Dude, they if also you, have wait, like wait, another wait. guy. Um, it's a uh, John Wayne's grandson. Um, plays like uh, the no Mandalorian way, really? Scene. Yeah. Oh, I so have so, Pascal is. It's pretty much a voiceover. Voice, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, most people to see the one. Bounty hunting is a complicated of, profession. Of yes. Why would you even need him on the set? Yeah. I don't know, man. doesn't make any sense. All right. Let alone in the suit. But dude. because of that, yeah. he's not even going to get, you know, even if he did have to, they were thinking about taking off his helmet, they're not, they not at all this season. Yeah. So. But anyway, I, I'm so excited because like we were talking about like, you know, like Disney Plus and whatever and. You were saying like you know you you barely watch Disney Plus, but your kids watch some stuff on it. Yeah, I've got a three year old, so of course Disney Plus is on like two TVs at the same time. And if if the one show stops, that's when we'll leave the room that he's watching because he heard the other TV turn off to tell me to go turn the other TV back on. 
Kid likes to watch television. He's, he's got like cars going in one room, Monsters Inc. going in the other. You know, he's all over it. But I'm telling you, like, what's coming for Disney Plus is crazy with all the Star Wars content. The Marvel content. We're going to get WandaVision, which is a um, vision. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little Witch. dubious of that one, though. That looks kind of like it's, it's, it's a little bit weird. Yeah, it's not what you'd expect, Mar- you know. If, if you're into the Marvel movies, though, like you're going to basically get Marvel movie characters in their own TV shows. There's a Loki series coming. There's oh, a, that'd be interesting. I'd there's check a, that out. Uh, winter, a Winter Soldier and Falcon series coming. There's so much stuff coming. So. We're going to get to a point where it's like, right now it's like we waited a whole year for Mandalorian to come back. We're going to get to where it's like the Mandalorian ends and then there's a Marvel series starts and then Obi-Wan. You're going to have no gaps. You're going to be like having something to watch like every week pretty much. Right. Well, that would be nice because this was a long gap in between these yeah. two seasons. Yeah, it was, man. But I, to, I did like the, there was a little bit of like throwback 70s like, Comedy at the end of the uh, this episode too. Yeah, but they they kind of like zo- like like zoomed in on Baby Yoda and he eats another egg. Goes pop. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he that one. He's just like hiding it. Yeah. And, he, so and, and the, the second episode was directed by the guy who did Ant Man. Ah. So that's why they that's why they had to have the cam the um the cameo of Doctor Mandible. Uh huh. Like, okay. Like a Easter oh, egg Ant-Man, to Ant Man. <laughs> Very cool. But we're just Who's getting that? so much. Like, I didn't even mention the fact that there was a Gamorrean guard fight with axes at the beginning of the first episode. Oh, yeah. That whole Whoa. scene. That, that whole scene. Oh, that whole right. Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like, yeah and uh, what's his name? Uh, the John Cyclops. Leguizamo. Yeah, the Cyclops is John Leguizamo. Yeah. Uh, I oh, is it John, John Leguizamo? Leguizamo. Yes. Oh, and this, will, this will be a throwback. Because, because we, you can't even we, tell we his makeup. It's, we didn't mention it yet, but... Um, this was this will be our fiftieth episode now, because we Whoa. lost an episode. Oh, we don't, we don't we don't we don't mention the failures, Brad. But oh, yeah. now you've already. Oh. We have yeah, to it, mention it because it was epic. We literally had an international fiftieth episode with people. Dave after midnight on the East Coast. Oh, and special guests from Australia. It was a worldwide spectacle. Well, sp- speaking of Jenny Down Under, she yeah. would love to join us for another podcast. There we go. Anytime. Yeah, Wonderful. anytime. That would be, uh, we'd love it. And, yeah, if she, she has like a particular movie we could even discuss, yeah. like maybe maybe one that's dear to her heart. Well, and if she, if the timing is right, she can, and if there's ever anything Star Wars, her youngest son, Blair, would be a great person to have on for just a brief moment with his Aussie accent. There you go. Sounds good. Dude, and we could ask him to rank the movies in yeah. his order of what yeah. he thinks. To get a Great different idea. view from like what, you know, yeah. Because like everybody, just like how we did our James Bond podcast. And for us, we grew up with Roger Moore, so he topped our list. Most right. People, you know, uh, uh, not mine. It's kind of like you have your, a lot of not people mine. have their, a lot of people have their, we'll have to get Dave's in a minute, but a lot of people have their era of what they grew up with as being their favorite. So there are Star Wars fans that their favorite movies are the prequels, or there are Star Wars fans that their Star Wars is the Clone Wars. Well, oh, it's yeah. weird because Sir Sean Connery just passed away yes. recently, and we'll have a tribute, I'm sure, on an upcoming show. Sure. But it was then, then we lost Trebek. I mean, the oh, two Celebrity yeah, Jeopardy. No, uh, no I I mean, and geez. I posted I posted the, the tribute to Trebek. I posted the Celebrity Jeopardy, and I didn't realize that like it was like a memorial, basically, because it had Burt Reynolds, 
Yes. Uh, Alex Trebek and uh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yes. Oh, Tre- Trebek. Oh, right, right. Sounds like your mother last night. <laughs> that, was a, that was a funny <laughs> sketch, man. Uh, and look what You changed your name. Yes, say my name. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> but it was interesting, Dave, because when we did our podcast, I was sure we were all going to choose Sean Connery. We all ended up choosing Roger Moore. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Sean uh, Connery. Bond? Sean Connery. Bingo. Well, so Sean- you know, d- d- we know that Dave kind of lived, he's lived in the past watching Maltese yeah. Falcon and uh, The Godfather. and. Uh, yeah, that's right. These are cutting well, Dave, what, what movie well, have you well, watched well, recently? He's all Casablanca. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, what's your favorite new Christmas movie? Uh, you know, Miracle on 34th Street from 1934. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Every uh, year I love to watch that. Yeah. Oh, well, heck, on New Year's, it's always got to be Poseidon Adventure. There you go. <laughs> I was a great swimmer. I was a blue ribbon swimmer. I can do it. Are you sure, Fanny? Are you sure you can? Sure, I can. And she does. That's yes. a great movie. I told you, I, I told Russell a long time ago. Perfect movie for New Year's Eve. So anyway, oh, I was yeah. talking about, so this is now our official 50th episode of Super Fantastic Terrific. But before Super Fantastic Terrific, there was the, well, senseless banter, right? That right. you and Andy started. Very short, and yes. And Very and short a couple episodes. But one of the things I brought up on that was when, when uh, me and Eric and Danny, we used to do like a thing where we would rent like um, disaster films that we'd never seen before. Oh, perfect. And we oh. would, and listen to this. And we would, we would before we watched the movie, when, we, when you first saw a character on screen, you have to pick, does he live or die? Right. So it was like a contest. So it made it like you were rooting well. through the film for people to die. Right, so that you could win. So, <laughs> well, I now, could tell you who was now. Towering win. Inferno, ta- yeah. Towering Inferno. You you can usually pick out in the opening credits because it's like okay, yeah, that person's not going to make it. Just just in the opening credits. And yeah, but some of those movies are some of those movies are kind of like you know big name actors do die in some of those movies. Like you know when you see like Towering Inferno, you know like. Uh, Steve McQueen and Paul, you know Newman are most likely going to oh, live. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the lady that died in the Poseidon Adventure swimming to get like the Shelley Winters. Yeah, yeah, I mean she was famous. You know, yeah. I think she died from so, doing so that. So we did movie. we did this once. It was a movie called When Time Ran Out. It was another Irwin Allen. Movie. Oh God, that was it. that that was the end of the the '70s disaster films. Oh yeah, and, and, and it hinged on some guy named Rodrigo. He was just like a side character, and like. We were cheer like one of us is like cheering for him to fall off the cliff. The other one's like cheering for him to survive because he had a couple close calls, but he like somehow made it. And it was like it was the determining factor of who won the night because we like were what betting are- money on like who was going to live and who was going to die. <laughs> well, what okay. did, what other ones did they make? They made Poseidon Adventure, Towering Inferno. Did they make Earthquake? An oh, Earthquake. Earthquake. I couldn't remember. Oh, yeah. Well, then, then they're all the airport films. Yeah, all the airport right, films. Right, 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 right. Flight of blah blah blah. Yes. Flight blah blah. blah. Um, okay. And then let's see. Um, God, I'm I, I used to know all the disaster films from yeah. the '70s off the top of my head. Yeah, but it was, it was it was fun. It was a really fun thing to do back in the day because we like we'd never seen these films before, so we were just like, oh, we'd rent them and we would like we'd make a list. We go, okay, this person. Can we do can die. we do a '70s disaster film? Night? Episode? Yeah, absolutely. Episode. Which one do we want to watch? We should watch one and then okay. uh, uh, talk about uh, it. Okay. If we're going to do Towering Inferno, just a thought. Ooh, that's a good one. That's okay. a good cast. Now, Lisa Knox, you remember her? Yeah. She's got a tie to that movie. How? Her uncle was one of the writers of the book. Oh, that it was based on. No that was based shit. On. 
Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Wow. Well, we should have her on. Yes. I mean, at least for that episode, because uh, she might be able to shed some light on to, uh, you know, on exactly. it. Yes. Yeah. I, well, totally and, blew me away. And, and you know what's weird is how much in safety has changed in skyscrapers since that movie, The Towering yeah. Inferno. They're almost completely fireproof these oh, yeah. days, you know. Oh, yeah. But back in the, in those days, you still had people smoking in offices oh, yeah. and uh, yeah. open flames and shit. Oh, man, what a nightmare. <laughs> yep. Towering yeah. inferno. Yes. Mm. Yes. So, I, so, well, what? so can we see the towering inferno like on YouTube or do well, you think I'll it's research forever? it. I'll, research, yes. I'll see right. where it's available. So, so okay, it, with, with movies like... Uh, a very recent skyscraper with yeah, uh, the rock good. would that be considered yeah. a, you know in, in the same totally. genre totally well, it was like to me it was a disaster movie i'm like oh, oh they're doing old school disaster right you felt like that a little bit like san andreas dante's inferno mixed with right. uh, die hard because you didn't get too many other um extra characters where the right the, the disaster movies of the seventies would have like this all-star cast, where, big like, ensemble right. cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was, basi- it was basically. Cast, where that movie was more like, you know, him versus the tower kind of thing. Right, Did right. you guys see that movie with John Cusack where the world was ending it's and like he's 2012. trying to? Yeah. Twenty twelve, dude. That was a good. That was pretty good. I thought. Of course, I'm a John Cusack fan. <laughs> but dude, they're taking off from this runway, Russ, and the runway is falling into the ground behind them. This giant chasm is opening up in the earth, and as this like Cessna th- t- twin is taken off, and I think, I think John Cusack's ex-wife's boyfriend knows how to fly the plane, but he's kind of frazzled. He's like a doctor. He's not really a very good pilot, and uh, it's one of the best scenes I've ever seen in a. In the a movie is basically before, based on like if Al Gore's predictions of uh, uh, global yeah, warming right. had come true. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. San no, Andreas, I watching it. San it was yeah, it was the good. San Andreas Fault's only capable of producing like a seven-two or something yeah. like that. So, no, no, that's Armageddon type. Armageddon was a great movie. There you go, but not a disaster movie in the true sense of like there's a building on fire, there's a boat yeah. sinking. Uh, there's a plane that's going to crash. Yeah, well, if, we do, if, we do, if we do, if we do Armageddon, we got to have Jenny on because she's got a funny Armageddon story. But... Okay, there we go. From the movie, uh, I'll let her tell the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't, you don't, well, you don't yeah, don't spoil it now. Especially if it's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brad. So, going back to uh, the the Mandalorian real quick here. Yeah. Um, you and uh, in our chat this week. Uh, you had mentioned, uh, and Andy had mentioned, like you had uh, something that you posted on the Facebook. Yeah, and he said it was like super funny, and like I read it back, and I was all, I, well, it wasn't that funny. Oh. No, dude, what was great about it, and I'll and I'll read it for you. Okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm, I don't have a copy. A dramatic me, reading. I'm just gonna do this from memory, dude. Uh, I wanted. It took me to week twenty six. To finally name this character, I wanted to do it earlier, <laughs> but I resisted. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Character of the week, 26, Baby Yoda. Yeah, I call him Baby Yoda. 
they don't tell you what his name is or even give you a species. So what the hell else am I, are we supposed to call him? <laughs> well, there's nothing about this baby Yoda that's not cute, adorable, and I wish I had one. Something to that degree. Yeah. I think and I, I just I, thought I that's so Andy great. To write for the mouse minute because that was much better than what I wrote. Because it's like, <laughs> dude, you summed it all up. What yeah. the hell else are we supposed to call them? Yeah, calling it the, yeah, the, the child it. is not. Well, and the funny thing is that they did have a name for it. It was supposed to be called the child, but right. the second it, the second it showed up on screen, everybody just was hashtag Baby Yoda, and it, they they never got it back. They never because it's a Baby Yoda, man. And I don't get why a fifty year old Baby Yoda would still be so stupid. That's that's. Concerning. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's not stupid. It's not so much as like naive. 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 Yeah. Well, and just right, like exploring the world. And that, yeah, and that that whole scene at the the, the second the the episode where the uh, the uh, frog lady. It's, uh, no, well, yeah, well, the frog lady episode where everybody's suddenly drawing down on the Mandalorian. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Yeah, there, there was a se- first episode. No, it's the second episode when when he's uh he's um. No, wait, that's the first. That's the first. So episode. He, everybody's suddenly drawing on the on the Mandalorian. He's trying, to, he's trying to find out where other Mandalorians are, and he's talking to Lake, uh, John Leguizamo like, character at the Gamorrean Fight uh, Club. Right. And uh, basically, the guy's like all gonna kill the Mandalorian for his armor. Right. You're thinking he's gonna kill him for Baby Yoda when you see the trailers, but it's actually just wants his armor. Right. Is it super expensive armor? Oh yeah, oh, it's yeah. Beskar steel. It's, it's like, like bad, like bad, it's like badass armor. steel that can stop bullets. Yeah, yeah. nice. And, and so, the, but the the whole scene where it's like suddenly the Mandalorian engages the whistling bird's weapon, yeah, and and Baby Yoda sees the, the lights go on for it, and he, and he hides. He, <laughs> he, he, he shuts the little enclosure up like, oh, I'm I'm out of here. Yeah, here's, he has this like little oh, this little floating pram that he like hits uh-huh. the button and closes the the lid. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! Because he knows man. shit's about to go down. <laughs> So he's cute, smarter probably than he's letting on. So yeah. Oh, that's that's. Well, and then there's that's a, there's a there's another scene where the uh, remember when the baby Yoda was being held hostage by the other bounty hunters on yeah. Tatooine, and so the Mandalorian <laughs> trades the jetpack for the baby for the baby, and he picks picks the baby up and he then blasts the other bounty hunter. What up in the air? <laughs> Is it ever clear why it slams down at the ground and the baby Yoda just kind of like snorts? Like, like <laughs> is it he ever looks clear? at him like I had to do it. <laughs> why? Why do they want the baby Yoda? Does anybody know? Well, um, the main the guy the main villain from the season one is um, an, Imper- an ex Imperial who is played by the guy from uh, Better Call Saul. Um, yeah, the, he's so great, man. man. And, and he is, he's basically uh, Moff Gideon, and yes. he wants to. They they imply that they want the baby for some like, like the the original thing in the in season one is the client they're doing some like testing on the baby. Yes, like maybe they want to clone him or like test his force test levels, force some, levels, something like that. Yeah. They never really Bounty say. Bounty hunting's a complicated profession. Yes, we still don't know exactly why, but there was like a hint that one of the uh, the doctor that was working on him had like a cloning patch from like the Kamina and clo- cloning. Uh, Things from uh, oh. Phantom Menace or whatever, yeah, or Attack of the Clones. He has some cloning. Yeah, did you did you notice that, or did you read that on a blog? I read that one on a blog. Okay, Fred's not Ooh. that observant. I'm so he wasn't <laughs> the original one. 
<laughs> I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, dude. So those stormtroopers, and we've been through this before, but the yeah. stormtroopers were not clones. They were regular humans. In by the by, the time armor. of by the time of New Hope, um, the cloning like had ended, and they were like conscripted uh, stormtroopers, basically. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I yeah. just think it's weird. They, they were basically clones. That they were of, all Boba Fett. They, they were, were all Django the Mira Morrison. Yeah, which is why uh, you guys were saying like we don't know if it's Boba Fett, but we know it's Boba Fett. Dude, I had been watching that guy in New Zealand movies for like twenty years, man. Yeah. Before I he's saw also, him, he's, I guess he was also the um, like dad in the Aquaman movie or something. Like one of the, Oh yes, oh, yes, he was. Man, I never saw that. Hey, Brad, I haven't seen that you... one yet either. Dude, so so that is so weird. So you don't see DC comic book movies, dude? Like, I, I mean, at no, all? I do. I, I saw I saw uh, uh, Batman versus Superman with the uh, we have the mom of the same name, so we'll stop. Now fighting. I know you hated it. I kind of thought it was name? all right. Yeah, I thought uh, it was all right. Suicide why, Squad why was a mess. Yeah, I didn't like the Suicide Squad. No, I did, it was it really a mess. Are you just shitting on it because everybody shit on it? Because no, it because was a mess. It, it, I, I didn't find it that you, you we've got again. I, I didn't find it that bad. I like now yeah, Birds of Prey. We Birds like, of Prey was pretty bad, just, but dude, I Suicide like Squad one. was okay. At but the, the second one, the second, the second um, Suicide Squad is going to be directed by James Gunn, who did the two Guardians movies. So it's probably going to be pretty good. I feel like they hang too much of it on Harley Quinn. I, I but you know, I, well, I my, my, like my least favorite thing too. about Suicide Squad was was the Joker. They turned the oh, Joker. Oh yeah. They turned yeah. the Joker Jared into Lato's some like. On, dude. They turned the Joker into some like you know Sid Vicious punk rocker. Yeah. And it was just it was just annoying. And the problem is now they're doing that whole um, Justice Justice League you know redo or whatever nonsense. Now, are you going to see Wonder Woman Part Two? Oh, I'll see. Wonder Woman was probably one of the the best of that the, was um, the best DC one. Yeah. So far. I was disappointed that Wonder Woman wasn't as uh, fully body, bodied as um previous Wonder Woman's. I think in two that she's going to get the upgrade. She's going to get the upgrade. <laughs> they, they actually they actually filmed some of uh, the second Wonder Woman film up here in D.C. and they were down okay. in. Uh, they oh, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. they shot some in over in Alexandria because my brother saw all the the sets up and everything. And uh, oh, that's bitching. What's kind of cool is that Linda Carter actually lives in the D.C. area. Uh, oh, she's oh, always she be the real. So she actually one. made us. I guess there's a a photo of her with. Gail Godot. Oh, she was so good at doing that spin. Yeah. And that was a kick-ass theme song, too. And her bracelets could reflect bullets. Yep. And she had a lasso of truth. That's so funny. Guys, think think about this. So there's some men sitting around, and guys, we don't have any women comic book characters, and we're getting the business, so damn it, let's all have some whiskey, and we're going to come up with a character. Okay, Wonder Woman. That's good. Oh, the, the creator now what, now what, Wonder Woman was, had some really... He was into some BDSM for Yeah, dude, time. because she's got... She's got yeah, she has a lasso that forces men to tell the truth, dude. Yeah. And that strikes fear into the heart of every man, dude. They were like, what's something we could give her that would threaten men? A gun? Nah, 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 nah. Ooh, a lasso that would make them tell her where they've been, dude. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that was good thinking. Yep. <laughs> One of the least respected of the weapons in the yeah. DCRs, yes. man. 
Yeah. So speaking of superheroes, because um, uh, I told you, you know, you know the whole thing about this, you know, supernatural. We are we are down to the wire now in our super watch, natural watch. We caught up to all the episodes on Netflix. Okay. How many seasons? Seventeen. We're on season fifteen, watching the final, and season fifteen is terrible. Let me tell you, I'm just like suffering. So it, it, is it on? Is it on Hulu instead of on? Uh, no, it's on. Netflix? It's on the WB, but we have like some WB thing where we can like watch oh, the episodes okay. like a couple days later. Right. On the app, and the, and the app is all glitchy too. WB's app is like crap. Let me just tell you. Uh, yeah, yeah, all these. But, but anyway, so I'm three episodes away from the end of the series. But Jensen Eccles is going to be on season three of The Boys. He plays one of the main uh, Winchester boys on Supernatural. And Kim is just in love with him. She would like move and go visit his house if she could in Texas. That's how much she likes this uh, this actor. So she's gonna. She wants to watch season three of The Boys now, but she hasn't watched anything before. So uh, when's season three of The Boys coming out? No, it's a year away. We just, we just, uh, we just came out with season two. So we just, started watch, we just started watching season two. I'm like, oh, you really? I'm not, I don't think you're going to like this show. There's lots of cussing. It's very violent. You know, I, I just knew it's not her up her alley. But I have to get her ready because she's going to want to watch season three. So we started watching season two last night. And, like, the very first episode, it's like there's some superhero that regenerates his arm. And he... He's oh, like he's, slumming. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's like slumming and letting people cut off his arm like for money. Perverts are cutting his arm off. <laughs> and, yeah, dude. And I'm just thinking, I there's know. no way Kim's getting through this season. <laughs> I know. And he and he's called like I forget what his name is, yeah. but it's something like a lizard that would grow something yeah. back. And you know the one character, like the main character, Carl Urban's character, the butcher. Like every third word out of his mouth is like the F word. Yes. Oh yeah, man. He's so, so like, foul it's like, mouth. It's gonna take us like months to watch the show when like the kids aren't here because like Kim's like, oh, we can't play that. Well, well, you know, I I have to hand it to Anthony Starr because he's from New Zealand as well. So oh, he, okay. he's he's pulling off this whole American accent as the Homelander. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, and, and especially in these Andrew. scenes where he's, he's he's opposite Carl Urban, who is just yeah. full on Kiwi accent. How do you maintain your accent? Yeah, through those scenes. What's well, amazing? Has... There's a, there's so many actors that are like that. There was um the guy that plays on Hawaii Five O. The main actor on Hawaii Five O is from Australia, and you would never know it. No uh, way, Yvonne, Jack. Uh... The girl that was on on Chuck. If you ever watched Chuck. Yes. Right, like, right. You see right, her in right, interviews, right. and like you can't even understand what she's saying. And on the show, she's like speaks perfect English. Hmm. Well, yeah, sure. that always trips me out to yeah, see totally people drop accents like, oh, like that. Oh my God, where'd that accent come and from? <laughs> Jenny was telling me that that's one of the problems they have with Australian actors is that yeah. they need they want them to play an American. American. Yeah, and they oh, they get yeah. they get them a they get them with a dialogue coach for like a month, and they yeah. still cannot they have to dub them in post production. Yeah, you can only make so many Cro- Crocodile Dundee sequels, you know. Right. <laughs> Look, I always thought that was weird in the movie Grease, how Sandy was like from Australia. I yeah. was like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Right. You know what I, mean? I always thought that was great. <laughs> well, look, yeah, me too. I thought it was great, but I thought, what is this greaser doing frolicking on the beach with this beautiful Australian? Right. Yeah. And then she happens to start going to his high like nothing makes sense about it. But then at the end of the movie, the car flies off into the sky. So it's yeah. just, I shouldn't try and figure it out. <laughs> we, we don't don't read too much remember? into it, Andy. Right. The movie endings, remember? We did an episode yeah. about that. Yes, right. <laughs> cool. Well, we should wrap it up here. Um, yes, boy, I, and I didn't think we were going to oh. make a, get an hour of Mandalorian, but wow. Oh, Brad, Brad has one more thing. One more thing. Okay. I have one more thing. Uh, if, if you guys want to start a new band, I, I'm just re-watching um, the TV show The Coupling. Have you ever seen The Coupling on the BBC? It's uh, like that, 
it's like a friends, but with, just, it's but just called coupling, like, not the coupling. The coupling or coupling. Yeah, yeah that's a like great a, show. That's a great show. It's like, a, it's that, like a British Friends, but like they get into much naughtier uh, topics. And there was I a whole it. episode about like where she finds his porn stash or his porno movie, and uh, his porno movie was a uh, lesbian spank inferno. Oh wow! <laughs> that would make that's such a, a great title. name for a, that would make such a great name for a band. Lesbian yeah, I mean, that's a great title. Remember, 100%. and, and there, there is actually an American version of Coupling as well. Yeah, it died like after like six episodes. Yeah, I really like that that uh, the dark hair girl in that. She was really, she yeah. was really great. No, but anyway, so the Coupling's great. Like the one of the main characters is the guy that played the um, the British like uh, ship captain in the original pirate in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. He was like the proper British captain. He's like one of the main characters. Right, right, he is. Yeah. It's just like it's just so hilarious. Like that that show, I'm just rewatching it. And that show is making me crack up. Like Lesbian Spank Inferno was like a like a whole episode about this videotape that she happened to see his you know porn right, stat, yeah. and like it comes up with this dinner uh, thing, and she goes, he's like saying, no, it's it's erotica. He's trying to say it's erotica, not porn. And oh like, yeah, sure. They're like asking him to describe the movie, and it's like the, one of the funniest scenes, man. Like I recommend. I'm gonna check it out. It's on uh, um, Hulu. Excellent. It, 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 and you're right, it. though, because when you watch the American version, you're like, "Oh, that's not qu- that's not quite as funny as the British oh, one." No. The British, the British part, because British are so much more uptight. Mm-hmm. When they get to like the the you know the material that's like you know the risque material, it just comes off funnier because they're so uptight to begin no, with. You can open these nuts. I don't need your help. <clears throat> so coupling. Yeah. The coupling. I'm gonna watch it. Okay. All right. Cool. Well. uh... We can't wait for uh, episode. You got, wait, wait, you got your um, you got your Yoda I, cup. It's not yeah, a baby Yoda to see cup. What, oh, Yoda eats next. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You oh, know, boy. you know what? I do have one before we go. Have you guys heard of this? God, I can't even think of what it's called now. But Squinchkin or Squelchkin thing? It's like a uh, like a like a stuffed pillow thing, uh, and it's a baby Yoda deal. And they they, they have them at Costco Ooh. and they keep running out of them. Oh, uh, so it's like a that. cabbage patch kit. Yeah, well, it's almost. more like a pillow yeah. pet, but they're like, like, but they're they're characters, and one of them is Baby Yoda, and they're like, they're the hottest thing this year. And I'm, like, uh, well, I'm trying and it to will find be this one. year's cabbage patch kit. Oh, right. Baby Yoda's going to totally be like one. the big toy this Christmas. Yeah, but there there's so many of them now though, that you shouldn't have a problem. They have like so many different variations. Well, I know, cool. but there's like the Whereas one. Last year you know. they had nothing. I know. Yeah, I know. They got they got completely flat footed on that one. You could basically get the like, you know, here's your uh, gift certificate for something seven months from now. <laughs> right, the, the the famous uh, Star Wars pack. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. You cool. get like a cardboard, a piece of cardboard, <laughs> good for six figures eventually. Yeah. Well, I'll, I will definitely link um, Lesbian Spank Inferno in the yes. uh, show notes. Inferno. Inferno. And oh, as, we'll as well as the uh, what was I wrote? What else did I write down here? The uh, Oh, Tales from Mac Isley, uh, uh, Most Isley, Most Isley Cantina. I can't read what the hell I wrote, and the uh, and also put that video that uh, special effects uh, from the Mandalorian. That's a cool video to watch. If you if you want to know what the guy that looked like a Dracula in the Cantina uh, did, there's a story about him. (laughs) Sweet, very cool. Cool. Those will all be at superfantasticterrific.com. There you also get the link to Brad's blog. I've started started an Instagram. (laughs) And and I yes I will also link but to wait, the wait there's more Brad the Instagram new it's super fantastic terrific Instagram account and I've been enjoying that I actually got back Instagram now that the election's over I yeah. can I can get back on Instagram 
Uh, everybody's just a slightly less, uh, less insufferable. So, <laughs> slightly, slightly, slightly. Um, I am I am not going to reinst reinst uh, instigate my uh, my Facebook account, but. Yeah. No, no, no! I don't need. I don't need to go no. on there. It's it's fine. It's no, fine. it's horrible. I, I can't get rid of it because I have too many photo albums. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Brad, See, I, I enjoy don't put anything up there. I've got like 160 photo albums. Yes, so. yeah, yeah. Signed over all your photos to Zuckerberg. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I will. I'm going to add that to the uh, to the face to our uh, to the website, the Instagram account, so you can go check that out. And uh, all right, guys, nice job. We'll uh, we'll talk at you next time.